1: So diving into understanding the adopted child.
0: Okay. Let's understand you.
1: Let's understand from a professional and a personal, which I always think gives a unbiased perspective. Because if you can have both sides to the story, they always say the truth lies somewhere in between. Right.
0: There's three sides to every story. Yeah. Yours, mine, and the truth. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: In looking at the adopted child, we can also offer suggestions for families... Who have adopted, especially if you're blending a family. When we look at the term blended families, a lot of times we think mixing his kids with her kids. The Brady Bunch. Right. Okay. Whereas it also means blending a family, bringing in an adopted child when there's already biological children, or bringing in adopted children with other adopted children. Right. Okay. So those are also considered and classified as blended families. So in the best manner of understanding an adopted child, from their perspective, they want everybody, all the children in the household to be treated equally. Being referred to as, you know, this child because this child was adopted or this, you know, these are the bio kids. These are the adopted kids. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants a division of camps. Everyone wants to be looked at as one, as a unity.
0: As part of the whole. Correct. Um,
1: Differences would be, you know, Jimmy is five, Asher is ten. That's this, is okay. my this is
0: my ten-year-old. This is my five-year-old.
1: Right. This is my boy this, this is, is mom, my girl.
0: the ugly child. Right. That's right. I, yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Got it. Got it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So being the oldest, I was the oldest in my family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're the oldest, you're always told you have to, you know, be...
0: The example. The
1: example. You have to, yes. Um, that unfortunately also means that you are the trial and error child. So which parenting tactics work <laughs> and which experiment? ones don't? Yes. Okay. You know, my, my oldest daughter says to me quite frequently, wow, mom, you were so different with me. You weren't like that with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. You were the trial and error child. You were the one who I learned how to be a mom. Right. Now I'm just practicing what I learned. Mm-hmm. And they have you to be grateful for. And she just laughs. <laughs>
0: you, you paved the way for her. Yeah. She did. She uh. did. She
1: did an amazing job. And I am so proud of her. The other thing that parents need to be very cognizant of is which children they treat better. You know, don't treat the biological ch- children better than the adopted children. But then also don't give the adopted children leeway or... Extra chances when you wouldn't the birth children. Mm -hmm. We're looking for equality across the board.
0: You don't treat all your children the same, but you treat them equally. Yes, in one way or another. Absolutely, perfect. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, I do. And because each children has their own needs and their own strengths and weaknesses, Mm -hmm. and you have to know each child in order to tune in, but you still have to do it so that it's presented fairly, so it's not. Exactly. In other words, I have a child that was not wanting or willing to drive until she was almost 17 and a half. I have another child that at 16, I was fine with her driving Mm -hmm. because they have differences in personalities and strengths and weaknesses. And it just depends on each and every child. It wasn't that one couldn't drive. It's that it was a better idea to have one wait. Right. As an adopted child... Understanding that adoption may be difficult to speak about. And sometimes children will say no when you say, would you like to talk about this? They will say no because it hurts and it's hard to go there. But that doesn't really mean, no, I don't want to talk about it. It means no is easier to say Mm
0: -hmm. than to cross that bridge. So try again. Maybe try a different tack. Go at a different angle and say, yeah. Well, do you know any friends that are, okay.
1: And really, if you're tuned into that child, Mm -hmm. you're going to know where and how is the best way to approach them. And you'll be able to tell by their posture, not just their words, Mm -hmm. what they really want to say. Also, sometimes adopted children don't want to talk about adoption in front of other people. They may, we've talked before about They don't want to feel different. They don't want to be singled out. Nobody wants to be looked at differently. Right. Always make sure that you tell your child they're adopted. We've talked about this before as well in previous podcasts. Don't wait. There's nothing that is going to magically appear to make it easier to tell them. There's no perfect moment. There Mm. won't ever be. You have to create your own perfect moment.
0: And it makes it so much better and easier on the child the younger they are. You know, once they start understanding things, saying this is where you come from and this is how you got to us. So.
1: And this is part of your story. Yeah. And that's something to celebrate. Accept as a parent that your adopted child may have different preferences or talents and celebrate those. So, if you're if you have biological children and all of your biological children are musicians and your adopted child is really into arts and crafts, I would not by any means keep encouraging the violin the piano the trumpet mm-hmm. break out the paintbrushes and the pastel paints and get started let them
0: thrive let yeah. them thrive Very encourage good. them okay
1: understand that separation and death can be a real trigger for adopted children this is really important when you have a newborn adoption There are some studies that have recommended that you not pass the baby around other people until you bond yourself with the baby because the baby wants to feel secure. I was told by my adoptive mom when I was brought home from the hospital that I cried incessantly, that I cried and I cried and I cried. And she said that when a stranger would come into the house, I was inconsolable. Mm -hmm. That probably, you know, had something to do with
0: the separation, the
1: separation, because they say that, you know, newborns can grieve and they can have anxiety and fear. So I think that once you bond with the baby at that point, it's it's okay to pass the baby around. But when you get a new baby and you're so proud, you want to show friends and family, it's much better to just hold the baby yourself and, you know, let them see the baby. But rather than passing the baby from someone's arms to someone's arms and them not having had that moment with you yet, I think that's a better idea to really just take secure that, time.
0: that bond before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. Adopted children want to feel like they have you forever, mm-hmm. they want permanency and stability, and they want to know that you're never going to go anywhere. And that applies for even newborn adoptions because they understand what adoption is. They understand that it was a choice that was made. Mm-hmm. And even though it's a beautiful choice, it's still a loss. And it's a loss for them, and it's a loss for the birth mother. What adoptive parents can do is provide continual reassurement throughout that child's life. When that child comes and says, you know, mommy and daddy, I want to live with you forever, and they're four or five years old, it's okay to say... Don't
0: discourage that necessarily. they are only four or five.
1: Adopted children may have abandonment issues, even if they were adopted at birth. That can stem from just understanding that they were placed for adoption. Mm-hmm. Even in the most loving way, explaining to a child, your birth mother chose adoption for because you. Because she
0: loved you. Because
1: she loved you. Mm. There is still, like we just stated, a source of grief and loss and questions as from a child as to why why was I placed for adoption? And that is another avenue where open adoption is so important because not only can they hear it from the adoptive parents, but Mm -hmm. they can hear it from the birth parents as well. And that can be a real source of comfort for an adopted child. Adopted children's behavior should not always be attributed
0: to being adopted. Um,
1: If you have a child that throws temper tantrums,
0: It's not necessarily because they're adopted. No. It may be, but chances are it's because they're a child.
1: Correct. And (laughs) they have a different temperament than maybe one of your other children. So if you have two biological children and an adopted child, and your adopted child throws bigger temper tantrums than your biological children, they could just have a different temperament or personality. Out of my four biological children, they all have different temperaments and personalities. Mm -hmm. And the one that threw the biggest temper tantrums was not the first or the last. So
0: it was just... The luck of the draw?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Or the unluck (laughs) of the draw.
0: I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Know your adopted child's triggers. By understanding and tuning into their triggers, you can help them develop coping skills Mm -hmm. to address when those triggers are pulled. And you can also help them learn how to avoid the triggers. So let's say any presence of death or abandonment is a real source of trigger, then I wouldn't recommend you sitting down as a family and watching Lassie. Okay. And those kind of things. Or Old
0: Yeller or whatever.
1: Correct. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, again, tuning into those things when they wouldn't have been something that you would have just automatically thought of Mm -hmm. will really help your child, again, mature And develop coping skills. And
0: this is good for not just adopted children, but biological. You want to know what your children, what affects them and how. Correct. So, yeah.
1: By tuning into your child Mm -hmm. and learning their triggers, regardless of whether they are adopted or not, and helping them find coping skills and ways to avoid triggers or landmines in some cases, everybody's going to be more successful. Your child is going to feel more self-confident and you're gonna have a much more pleasant family outing if you are out somewhere and you're watching something and and a trigger happens and then the child starts having, you know, a really tough time and is melting down and yeah, you can go from a real happy outing as a family to looking like the Simpsons, which <laughs>
0: <laughs> everybody electric electric shocking each other. Right. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha.
1: So research on adopted children shows us that adopted children do as well or better than non-adopted children, according to a 1994 study by the Search Institute, which is a Minneapolis-based public policy research organization, providing leadership, knowledge, and resources to promote healthy children, youth, and communities. This study concluded that teens who were adopted at birth are more likely to live with two parents in a middle-class family than children born into intact families. Okay. I thought that was fascinating. That is
0: fascinating. Absolutely.
1: Adopted children score higher than their middle-class counterparts on indicators of school performance, social competency, and optimism and volunteerism. Again, I think this is amazing. I I think, in my opinion... So far as we're reading this study and and trying to interpret it, my opinion would be that when you have to work harder to become a mom or a dad, Mm -hmm. maybe you're investing more into the children. Because I think all children are capable of this. Right. It's it's like if you – this is a terrible analogy because it's about buying a car. But if you buy a car and you have worked for four years – To pour every dollar and you've given up nights and weekends of your social life to Mm -hmm. buy this car. You're going to take really good care of that car and you're going to you're going to pour yourself into keeping it clean and getting the oil changed and making sure that, you know, it's in the garage if it's going to (laughs) hail where, you know, if you adopt. So I think it's just what we're pouring into adopted children mm-hmm. that are giving us the positives in this study that's my opinion
0: I, I i actually was reading these statistics beforehand and i thought the same thing i thought because they're so invested in the child because of the process they've gone through that it's not just for instance an unplanned pregnancy that's like okay you're now a mother or a father it's okay i'm pursuing this diligently i'm going to put everything into raising the child after i get the child it, it so i agree with you 100% another
1: example would be if you climbed the top of mount everest it's mm-hmm. going to look a lot different than if you got there by
0: helicopter okay that makes absolute sense
1: all right uh the study also goes on to say that adopted adolescents generally are less depressed than children of single parents and less involved in alcohol abuse, vandalism, group fighting, police trouble, weapon use and theft Adopted adolescents score higher than children of single parents on self-esteem, confidence in their own judgment, self-directedness, and a positive view of others and feelings of security within their families. On health measures, adopted children and children of intact families share similarly high scores, and both groups score significantly higher than children raised by single parents. That's not to diss single parents. I actually have a very soft spot. I was uh, a single mom with my oldest daughter, and... I, I know what it's like to be a single mom. And
0: um, and I, I have to say, job well done, by the way. Thank so, you. So there you go. Thank you.
1: Uh, 7% of children adopted in infancy repeat a grade, while 12% of children living with both biological parents repeated a grade. Compared with the general population, children placed with adoptive couples are better off economically.
0: Hearing all these stats and how, like you say, they score a higher or at least the same or higher in general than children in more traditional style homes or whatever you want to call them. It actually makes me very happy for what we're doing here with the podcast, what Building Arizona Families does, what my wife does as an adoption attorney. And it, it really does. It makes me feel good, like, wow, we're moving in the right direction for society.
1: We are. We are. Data indicates that adopted children have a strong feeling of security with their family, enjoy a quality of home environment superior to other groups, have superior access to health care and education opportunities. From my perspective, this was one aspect of my adoption story that I share with a lot of our uh, birth parents. You know, I was able to go to college. I was able to go on to get my master's degree. That wasn't an opportunity afforded to my biological brothers. And so that was something I experienced firsthand, which I think was amazing. Adopted children do better in educational attainment and attend college in greater percentages than the general population. They experience lower rates of crime and drug abuse and have a healthy sense of self-esteem, optimism, and social
0: competency. And I think you're evidence of all of these oh, things. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. You.
1: The other thing that I think would really bring comfort to birth mothers is to know that all of these positive aspects and results are coming from the choice that they made. Mm-hmm. And they know, after reading this and hearing this, that what they're doing is really a good thing.
0: Yeah, for the child. It's not abandoning the child as they may think you know upon I'm not giving up my child I'm giving my child an opportunity to thrive more than I could So, absolutely okay
1: adopted children experience more social success and happiness so if you thought adopted children were more likely to be damaged that's incorrect Mm -hmm. the vast majority of measures look at social success and happiness and adopted children rate highly compared to other children so that's that's great it is um Adopted children are less likely to be delinquent, less likely to live in poverty when compared to children living in single parent homes. In fact, they were more likely to finish high school, have a better job and go on to enjoy a stable marriage. This is just reinforcement that adoption is amazing and it's a beautiful choice. And those that are involved and have an adoption story, regardless of what angle of the triad you're a part of, something to be
0: proud of. We have a Pregnancy Crisis Hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112 or you can call our toll-free number 1-800-340-9665 We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing and started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or give you more information You can check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption, written and produced by kelly Rourke scary and edited by me ron raines if you enjoy this podcast rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts and as always thanks to grapes for letting us use their song i don't know as our theme song join us next time for birth mother matters in adoption for kelly Rourke scary i'm ron raines and we'll see you then